Hello adventurer, and welcome to the Skyrim Book Club, the on-the-go solution for the busy adventure in Tamriel's coldest, far-reaching province. Let us collect the literature and lore of this great province for you and put it into a portable package so that you never have to stop fighting dragons, picking flowers, or stealing from shopkeepers when they aren't looking. With an ever-increasing archive, SkyrimBookClub.ca has got the story for you. Until next time, enjoy the book. Ancient Tales of the Dwemer, Part 6, Karmar Vamidium, by Marabar Sol, Book 6 of a series of fictional stories about the Dwemer. After many battles, it was clear who would win the war. The Chimera had great skills in magic and bladery, but against the armored battalions of the Dwemer, clad in the finest shielding wrought by Yanego, there was little hope of their ever winning. In the interest of keeping some measure of peace in the land, Sithavin the Warlord agreed to a truce with Karanithil Bereff the Beast. In exchange for the disputed lands, Sithavan gave Bereff a mighty golem, which would protect the Chimer's territory from the excursions of the northern barbarians. Bereff was delighted with his gift and brought it back to his camp, where all his warriors gaped in awe at it. Sparkling gold in hue, it resembled a Dwemer cavalier with a proud aspect. To test its strength, they placed the golem in the center of an arena and flung magical bolts of lightning at it. Its agility was such that few of the bolts struck it. It had the wherewithal to pivot on its hips to avoid the brunt of the attacks without losing its balance, feet firmly planted on the ground. A vault of fireballs followed, which the golem ably dodged, bending its knees and its legs to spin around the blast. The few times it was struck, it made certain to be hit in the chest and waist, the strongest parts of its body. The troops cheered at the sight of such an agile and powerful creation. With it leading the defense, the barbarians of Skyrim would never again successfully raid their villages. They named it Chimar Vamidium, the Hope of the Chimer. Bereff has the golem brought to his chambers with all his house thanes. There they tested Chimar Vamidium further, its strength, its speed, its resiliency. They could find no flaw with its design. Imagine when the naked barbarians first meet this on one of their raids, laughed one of the house thanes. It is only unfortunate that it resembles a Dwemer instead of one of our own, mused Karenithil Bereff. It is revolting to think that they will have a greater respect for our enemies than us. I think we should never have accepted the peace terms that we did, said another, one of the most aggressive of the house thanes. Is it too late to surprise the warlord Sithavin with an attack? It is never too late to attack, said Bereff. But what of his great armored warriors? I understand, said Bereff's spymaster, that his soldiers always wake at dawn. If we strike an hour before, we can catch them defenseless, before they've had a chance to bathe, let alone don their armor. And if we capture their armorer, Yanego, then we too would know the secrets of blacksmithery, said Bereff. Let it be done. We attack tomorrow, an hour before dawn. And so it was settled. The Chimer army marched at night and swarmed into the Dwemer camp. They were relying on Chimar Vimidium to lead the first wave, but it malfunctioned and began attacking the Chimer's own troops. Added to that, the Dwemer were fully armored, well-rested, and eager for battle. The surprise was turned, and most of the high-ranking Chimer, including Karanithil Bereff the Beast, were captured. Though they were too proud to ask, Sithavan explained to them that he had been warned of their attack by a calling by one of his men. What man of yours is in our camp? sneered Bereff. Chimar Vimidium, standing erect by the side of the captured, removed its head. Within its metal body was Yanego, the armorer. A Dwemer child of eight can create a golem, he explained, but only a true great warrior and armorer can pretend to be one. A Publisher's Note this is one of the few tales in this collection which can actually be traced to the Dwemer. 
The wording of the story is quite different from older versions in Aldmeris, but the essence is the same. Kaimar Vamidium may be the Dwemer Incamar Thernadams. This word occurs several times in plans of Dwemer armor and animunculi, but its meaning is not known. It is almost certainly not hope of the Chimer, however. The Dwemer were probably the first to use heavy armors. It is important to note how a man dressed in armor could fool many of the Chimer in this story. Also note how the Chimer warriors react. When the story was first told, armor that covered the whole body must have still been uncommon and new, whereas even then, Dwemer creations like golems and centurions were well known. In a rare scholarly moment, Meribar Saul leaves a few pieces of the original story intact, such as parts of the original line in Aldmeris, a Dwemer of eight can create a golem, but an eight of Dwemer can become one. Another aspect of this legend that scholars like myself find interesting is the mention of the calling. In this legend, and in others, there is a suggestion that the Dwemer race as a whole had some sort of silent and magical communication. There are records of the Sigic Order which suggest they too share this secret. Whatever the case, there are no documented spells of calling. The Cyrodiil historian Borgesilus Malier first proposed this as a solution to the disappearance of the Dwemer. He theorized that in First Era 668, the Dwemer enclaves were called together by one of their powerful philosopher-sorcerers, Kagernak in some documents, to embark on a great journey one of such sublime profundity that they abandoned all their cities and lands to join the quest to foreign climes as an entire culture.